ECW for June of 2000 here on the Wrestling 20 Years Ago podcast and it is me and the good boy Mr. Yale once again to go through the world of extreme with you. Say hello Mr. Yale. How you doing? Wonderful. How are we enjoying the, the joys that are finally being able to record in person and not over the interwebs. Uh, yeah, it um, makes a bit of a change, doesn't it? It's uh, just watch the football, which we both kind of wish we hadn't bothered with. Um, yeah, it's nice to person <laughs> rather than staring at a weird Skype screen while we both lay in bed together, <laughs> apart, if that makes sense. Well, we're both in bed, but not together. Just but clear that one up there. Uh, and if we were, it would be very Morecambe and Wise style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been making bad jokes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Fed and WCW shows are already up and out. King of the Ring and Great American Bash. So, we will go into what is a TV month of ECW. Um, but some important TV. Um, but first, as always... Time for the news. Yeah, so the first headline we have is a TV deal rumours. So if the USA Network does end up with WCW program programming, ECW could be left without a home going forward. Several sources have indicated that Fox could be interested in broadcasting ECW on FX. But with all the talk of the CBS and Viacom turnover with uh, TNT and major cable networks based around the the acquisition of WWF programming, Fox looks as though they don't want to be left behind. The FX channel has struggled so far um, due to part being part of the Time Warner cable systems carrying Fox channels with the wonderful Rupert Murdoch and obviously Time Warner Ted Turner being fierce allies or fierce rivals even. Um, there is talk that even USA may look at ECW, um, but obviously we are still none the wiser with anyone going anywhere at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's a case of wait and see with that. ECW though has sent a notice to CBS Viacom, the owners of TNN, threatening legal action for damages. ECW feels TNN have purposely caused the company to uh, not be able to promote themselves properly. ECW cited numerous examples including the lack of advertising and other items that Paul Heyman has spoken openly about in the past. Sources say that CBS Viacom sent ECW a memo indicating that they had received the notice and are having their lawyers take a look at it. ECW is believed to be looking at either some sort of compensation for damages from TNN that are causing them to uh, obviously struggle financially <laughs> or that they will get a payout for all of the obligations that were in their contract 
uh, investment? So the investment rumours are still raging on. A group of investors, we finally have a name to put to the mysterious WCW former exec. It is Jay Hassman, who was the former executive in charge of their pay-per-views. He is leading a group of former uh, other former WCW executives looking at pur purchasing a majority stock in ECW. Hassman's group, which is also rumoured to include David Crockett, is backed by a major bank and has already given them a large loan. Hassman's group is made of several uh, proposals to Heyman, including an offer to purchase 50.1% of the company. As part of the deal, Heyman would be guaranteed a lifetime deal that would give him total creative control over the company. Hassman's group would like to run the business end of ECW, whilst allowing Heyman to concentrate completely on just the creative side. Although the group continues to come up with new proposals, Heyman has listened but is continuing to pass. Those in the know say Heyman is still opposed to selling controlling interest in the company, but may be open to selling minority shares. Are we getting paid? So, once again, there has been missing paychecks this month. With paychecks being late, management is technically breaching the contracts of some of the wrestlers. However, most of the contracts, as of the case of Sabu, feature a clause that say the wrestlers must file breach papers in a federal court. Even then, the company has 30 days to rectify the situation. This is why they need some fucking money. Mm. Uh, and Sandman's been drinking again. So, at a house show in Pensacola, Florida, Sandman's drunken antics reached an all-time low. James Fullington, aka Sandman, arrived to the show more intoxicated than usual. Prior to the show, and even during a Paul Heyman locker room address, sources say that he was being a nuisance. Before his match, witnesses say Sandman took his clothes off, backstage area, and par paraded around naked. Witness says at one point he picked up Dormory's hairbrush and used it to comb his pubic hair. Later, he grabbed the musketeer's sword and pretended to insert it in his ass. As the evening went on, he became insanely drunk, and sources observed him to be drunker than he has ever been, at least at work. This culminated in Sandman exposing himself to the crowd during that show's main event. <laughs> so, uh, should, should we start with the, the fun story of Sandman first? And we wonder why <laughs> TNN don't push them, eh? <laughs> um, it is one of those situations where they are their own worst enemy in a lot of ways. Um, if he was that drunk, should he have gone out there? Probably not. No. No. Yeah, um, if he turns up that wasted, yeah, would it, would it not have just made sense to go? Not today. Yeah, not today. Not today, Mister Fullington. Uh, here's some aspirin. Here's a pint of orange juice. Go to bed. That'll sort you right out for the next day. But um, yeah, wandering around naked backstage. Yeah. Um, there was um, a source saying that at one point he had his Singapore cane. Whilst with his dick out, going, "This is my big cane. This is my little cane." Which one was which? <laughs> um, yeah, just oh, even for ECW, that's just 
not acceptable behaviour. Yeah, there's nothing else you can say there really, is it? Just grim. <laughs> this is the thing, when, when this shit comes out... Yeah, it's not exactly doing that. I, mean, <laughs> I know ECW and the words public image aren't necessarily the best things to go together, but if you're in the situation you're in financially and trying to shop around for a new deal... And then you, you do this. Yeah, you need this sort of shit in check, really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not big or clever. No, um, a bit like Sam Hans did. <laughs> so. Um, so obviously, TV deals and legal proceedings with such. Yeah. Um, I think this is as clear as mud at the minute. With yeah, who's going I mean where. the the issue with everything is is with the way. I've said it countless times before with the way um, Heyman behaves on his TV show with regards to TNN I, I get where he's coming from 100% it does look like if they haven't been upholding their end of what they promised to do when they signed the TV that's fair enough but it's now to a point where it's handbags in the supermarket over the last can of beans yeah. it's um it's just got to that level where like it's so with Heyman's level of pettiness as we'll see in one of the episodes of TV this week it's just you're not helping yourself no and if you're trying to get a new TV deal during this time well, you're not is, helping yourself because are you going to do this shit next TV deal you yeah get? like cause I wouldn't want my network being rubbished by some no and fat also, little New Yorker WCW um, at the moment are up in the air on whether they're going to need new TV. Well, yeah. Are you going to go looking at ECW's track record of recent with everything they've, as you said, they've done about the fucking TNM stuff? Yeah. And, you know, shit like Sandman? Yeah. Or do you go, oh, but we could also all have WCW, which has got Hulk Hogan on it, the name that people know. Mm, the brand recognition is obviously higher with the casuals with World Championship Wrestling. There's never going to be a debate about that. Um, but the, the thing. good thing is with ECW, the eyes that haven't been on the product, it's almost it, it's a cleaner slate compared to what we've had and the absolute fucking Don't hundred shit. car pile yeah. up we've had that has been WCW recently um, so it's sort of six to one half a dozen to the other but WCW is probably the most salvageable product this is the thing it's, it's one of those if you look at it as a if you were a TV exec mm. you've got ECW the little engine that could that yes mm. is, is the biggest show on TNN mm. but it's a big fish in a tiny pond there for numbers yeah or you know you've got WCW which yes as wrestling fans we watch it all and go what the mm. fuck is this shit but they still get bigger audiences they've still got bigger sponsorship deals mm. but they get the promotion where it, Heyman's entire argument has been that they look at our thing. numbers imagine yeah. what our numbers would be if you actually got behind us instead of Roller jam. Yeah, which sounds awesome to be fair. <laughs> but there we go. And I'm I'm somebody that likes fishing programs. So <laughs> you know. But yeah, no, it, it's it's a fucking tough one, really. Because you're just like yeah, I think it's six to one, half a dozen to the other, really. Like, eat, 
if you're a TV exec and you take on either programs, you have got a mountain of shit to deal with. Yeah. And it's just a question of whether anybody wants to deal with that mountain of shit. Um, I should imagine Heyman is probably not easy to get on with. As no. A, so as a TV exec, you kind of got to give him free reign. And is that good if you're going to give ECW 9pm on a Tuesday, for example? Are yeah. you going to get away with having Tommy Dreamer pile drive Francine a hundred times? And, and New Jack. I, yeah, New, New Jack, Jack being and... New Jack and... Yeah. Even even things as simple as the Joel Gertner openers, are you gonna, as a TV exec, are you gonna look at that and be like, we can't have that? Yeah, especially something like Fox, which has got religious nutters everywhere. Yeah, are they gonna? Is that mind you? I mean, they are uh, law unto themselves and absolutely hypocritical about everything. So fucking. But it's one of those situations where will they let that fly as a network? Yeah, like we've always known about the parent television council and stuff like that and they've had a go at WWE or WWF I should say sorry um, I get future echoes in my head occasionally um, just imagine if ECW suddenly gets a lot more um, spotlight put on it how are they going to oh, feel about they, that they get yeah. fucking slated yeah they get absolutely torn to fucking pieces so I mean, you, uh, as an executive, you'd probably got to look at everything like that and be like, "Well, do we offer a watered-down version of the product if it goes to another network? Do we do this? Do we do that? Is it going to be on so late at night that the figures it aren't really worth the outlay?" Yeah. It's. I've never worked in television. I'm not going to profess to know a great deal about it, but to me, it's like ECW almost seems like a bit of a poison chalice yeah well if you think over here it's on bravo yeah and it's on at what fucking one two in the morning it? yeah like silly that. o'clock at night on a friday yeah. night which is fine for us because obviously that's when raw, i get home from work about that time you know raw finishes at midnight yeah ecw's on like an hour later you yeah know, watch night ride or whatever or chuck men yeah. on for an hour yeah watch joe guest get a bat out. yeah you know it's one of those if it's because for us it is doable to then yeah, yeah. Know, Lindsay Dawn McKenzie <laughs> but I'm dish but, I can't think of any others Lucy Pinder was that yeah. Two times? yeah she'll do but it's just that thing of like yeah. here yeah it works in your own brother it's a Sky channel that everyone has if you've got Sky yeah and I mean it's the sort of thing that I mean if you've been down a pub you come home half cut you'll if you like your wrestling you'll pop ECW on wouldn't you yeah, yeah. But you couldn't put it on Channel Five like WCW is over here. No, or not on you, you couldn't 4, put it on like Friday, yeah, like six p.m. on a Friday or whatever WCW is no. on, or Channel Four. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the Fed. But I know Channel Four haven't been happy with a lot of their programming, even have they? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be able to. You just wouldn't. You can't. It. It's too niche a product it's a, it's a smarky product and with the way with the more adult orientated stories and things like that I just I can't see a major network I mean I know FX is a fledging channel yeah um, but it's just a struggle to see even a channel like that like it, would it be that typical thing of the execs know nothing about wrestling know this company does alright but haven't actually seen the product buys it to put their air and then, then be go, like oh fuck. oh fuck what have we done yeah um 
which I, I get the feeling is what happened with WWF and Channel 4 <laughs> um, but yeah I mean yeah the biggest stumbling block for ECW definitely getting a new getting a new contract with another TV is the fact WCW may be shopping they are the bigger of the two boys yeah um, granted WCW is on a downward spiral ECW if it manages the sort of that sort of act should still be increasing because it is still popular yeah and they've not put too many feet wrong um creatively so far uh but yeah i think with the with the brand recognition that wcw has um that's the stumbling block is if both are looking for new tv yeah gimmicks and then wcw would be higher on people's shopping lists yeah it's, said, it's, it's something that's been around around for longer it's yeah. got much more brand recognition plus it's yeah. got it's got names that you can promote with yeah you know who you can chuck hogan on a tv show on yeah. a chat show are you going to chuck new jack on a chat show i don't know i quite like to see him on arsenio Oh well, yeah, I'll send you that. My wife. Oh, book club. <laughs> um, <laughs> how to cut? Yeah. How to cut a cunt? When they come over here, he can do Wogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be great. See New Jack on Terry Wogan. That'd be fucking amazing. Um, and so, last bit of the news, obviously, this continual rumbling of this investment um, from the former exec team of WCW. We finally yeah. have a name on it. Um, it's not a name that I know, um, but mm. I do know obviously David Crockett, who's one of the yeah one of the invested parts. Add that into the fact that people aren't getting paid. Well, you'd think it would be. Um... You'd think it'd be a no-brainer, really. For know? Heyman, definitely. You just clearly but... money is not his strong point. No, like he's obviously he's creative-wise, he's arguably doing some of the best stuff out of the big three in yeah. the States. So he's obviously got his brain is very good creatively. Is he a good businessman? No. Like yeah. from everything we've seen, checks bouncing, this, that, the other, the way he like this whole TNN deal, um the way he behaves yeah, in the lawsuit sort of yeah. and all this sort of business you're like it reeks of unprofessionalism which no matter how much you're getting shafted by your TV deal you, you don't you can't do because yeah. it doesn't set you up no you're not going to come out of that smell on the roses no there is no way no matter how much you're in the right you are there's no good that's going to come out of that behaviour um, with regards to a large cash injection I can understand um, his problems is, is, with it. Like I get it that he's a pride thing. Is it that he's too I, proud to take I some help? I think it's not that so much as the fact that the wrestling business has always and will always be carny as fuck. Yeah. And nobody is to be trusted. Even them. If he has forty nine point nine percent of the shares and they yeah. have fifty one point one percent of the shares, as said, they will have the controlling majority, albeit slightly. Yeah. So they'll go, Oh yeah, we're not gonna mix with the creative side of things, we're not gonna change what your vision is, you're not gonna let it. bollocks. Yeah, they may not for six months. 
But if they don't see a turnaround in fortunes, are you telling me they wouldn't as the majority shareholders? Of course they fucking would. Because yeah. they've got a vested interest. They've got to look after their investment at the end of the day. Yeah. And if he, creativity-wise, is not being able to do that for them and do that, are, are they going to let him stay around, even if he is 49.9%? Like, they're like, no, you keep your 49.9%, but you are done. Yeah. Like, you can this. go on garden and leave and you'll get your money when we start making money. Yeah. Because there's no... 49.9% of a business that isn't making money... Yeah, you're not getting money. Yeah. <laughs> you're not earning... It's not paying you fuck all. So, um... But... I could it, see... Yeah, I, I think there's always... In wrestling, there's always that element of mistrust. True. Yeah. But it's just one of those, like... We've, we've been saying this for, for fucking years, that... What Heyman needs is some people with he, he experience. Needs a, he needs a businessman. He needs experienced yeah. money people that know what they're doing with that side of it. That can then mean that he can just concentrate on what he is good at. Yeah. And you know, if this guy is was the head of the fucking pay per view division in WCW. Yeah. He'll know what he's doing there. He'll probably get better fucking deals out of the pay per view companies. Yeah. If you've got Crockett's boy, he will, by proxy, have probably relations with arenas and things across the country. Yeah. Because of his dad. Especially sort of um, south yeah. and stuff, which is a region which ECW don't really... Well, they go like Louisiana and stuff. Yeah. They've done a couple of bits in Georgia. Yeah. But, if you but they've get... not really ventured that way. No. And the thing is, there's like with WCW being the way it is at the moment, and with Russo being there, and uh, it's just another Fed. It's not. It's another version of the Fed. Yeah. But at its worst. Whereas. Obviously... And um, the thing is, um, traditionally, Southern fans have rejected the Fed. Yeah. Because they like the old NWA style stuff. Will ECW sit in that? Maybe not everything they do, but I mean, the thing is, they, they are going to enjoy a super crazy Tajiri match. Aren't yeah, they? and you the know? thing is, they're also the type that mm. do love a good old fashioned blood feud. Yeah. And like a bit of violence. Come on, you so look back at you do another, 80s WCW yeah. slash NWA. Yeah. Dusty and a fucking spider. So yeah if, you, yeah, if you go book the Greensboro, you could do. Uh, Dusty Rhodes versus Carino that, in a bull rope, mate. I'd go. I'd yeah. go. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. There is there is a market that is untapped that, if done properly, mm. I you think could, ECW could. Yeah, you could in. bring in a lot of old fans that have that don't like the Fed that have rejected what WCW is beginning. Yeah, you know, just being recently just because their make, numbers have dwindled yeah. massively. Yeah, it's one of those. If, if right. you do, you have got to make sure that you are. Like putting the right product for the right area. Yeah. So if you are doing a Greensboro or someone like that, mm. make sure that you've got a couple of proper work rate matches. Yeah. You put a Jerry Lynn to Jerry. You put a fucking super crazy and Guido. Guido yeah. You know, RVD and someone yeah. like that as and well. The, know, I mean, it's not like they're running rate. the biggest arenas either. So you no. find one that fits two, three thousand, and yeah, it'll be people yeah, will fucking turn up. Yeah, but you know, it is just that thing of like, just yeah. if Paul Heyman had a bit of fucking money sense, 
yeah. or someone that can do it, which there is that offer there. Yeah. Imagine like stereotypes where Jews are really good with money and Heyman just completely breaks us. <laughs> well done for breaking stereotypes, Paul Heyman. <laughs> like everyone thinks Jewish people are automatically amazing with money. Thank you. Thank you. As somebody that has Jewish heritage in my family and I am shit with money. You led the the way, sir. <laughs> Showing that yeah. anyone can do it. Yeah. Right, so we will go in to TV for the month. Um, we open up with Joey, Joel and Raven. Mm-hmm. And you will hear that now. I need a piss. <laughs> <laughs> to them so I try to forget it 
any way I can. And right then and there, I realized, Justin, that you could never be me. Because when they call you Satan, it bothered you. When they called me Satan, I enjoyed it. So it is written, and so it see Raven and Justin go at it. Justin hits two massive cane shots and that's incredible. Tommy comes out to make the save until Scotty Anton and Cyrus beat down Raven. We then get Kid Cash versus Grimes. Cash wins with a roll-up. Grimes does some wrestling moves. Shot Cora. Mmm. Didn't look comfortable doing him though, did he? <laughs> no. Uh, we then see Tony Marinara versus Mikey Whitbreak. Mikey wins with a fucking awesome spinning underhook bomb. Post-match, Guido comes out, but Mikey hits him with the whippersnapper. Then we see Heyman shooting on the network. <laughs> My name is Paul Heyman, and I'm the executive producer and the owner of Extreme Championship Wrestling. And since this show apparently is going to make air this week, I'd like to take this moment to thank you for watching ECW. You have to be an ECW fan to watch this show because God knows the network has never put out one freaking commercial or one press release to let you know that we're here. But that's their scheme of things. You see, in just a few weeks, the network is going to give $100 million to Vince McMahon like he needs it to replace us. In case they haven't thrown us off before then. And the fact of the matter is, we're not a publicly funded company like Vince McMahon or WCW. We survive or even thrive on your support. And for that, we thank you. Now, in an industry where everybody wants to be real and everybody wants to do a shoot, this, my friends, is a shoot. We hate this stinking network. We hate their guts for abandoning us. We hate their guts for not supporting us. We hate their guts for not advertising us. And we hate their guts for not having the balls to throw us off the air. And just in case you're watching this, hey, network, I dare you to throw me off the air. Because I'm going to break every rule that you put in front of me until you throw me the hell off the air. Now this, my friends, is a shoot. You better take that hundred million dollars that you're going to give Vince McMahon. And you better spend it on attorneys. Because I promise you, Network, the war has just begun. Still to come, it's the rematch the Network feared the most. Rhino defends the world television title against the Sand. I'd like to take this personal time to say hello to all of my executive friends at TNN. The ones who have been incarcerated 
for smuggling underage farm animals across state lines for the purposes of sexual gratification. But at least, while they were doing it, they were safe about it. They only picked the calves that didn't kick back. Are you ready to throw us off the air yet, Pink? So obviously you've just heard Heyman there. We then go into the main event of the episode where Rhino goes against Sandman, ends in a no contest, turns into a massive ruck when Carino, Rhino, Anton and Victory go against Sandman, Jerry, RVD and Dusty. The end of the ruckus, Jerry Lynn is attacking RVD. Is he with the network? Hmm? So that first week's TV, Obviously some really, really good action in there, but the main talking point has to be Heyman just uh, wanting the network to cancel him. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, first of all, rip Tony Marinara. <laughs> uh, his head must hurt like fuck. Yes. Uh, and that dive he took where he hit the... Uh, barrier at ringside also looked really, really painful. Yes. Um, if you can ingratiate yourself early to the ECW fans, that's the way going to do it. Um, yeah, with regards to Heyman's promo, just what you got to gain from it? Like, I know they try to be smarky, I know they try to be insider, I know they're aware people read the torch, people read. Meltzer like and stuff like that but fuck me come on like is this whole thing gonna sell a ticket nah this is the thing to me this was very much a go on throw me off so I can then you know because obviously this was the same week when he went to court with the the lawsuit Mm. Yeah, but how does a lawsuit stand up if you're literally telling somebody to take you off the air? Yeah. Like, Cause you're like oh, well, you said we could. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my response. I'd be like, well, you told me that you didn't want to be on the air anymore. So we said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it, that yeah, thing yeah. of like, fuck's sake, at this point, drop drop that because that's not going to do you any fucking good. No, 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 not at all. Because, you know, they their legal team will probably be watching this and go, Ah, so constantly ripping on us yeah. made a complete character and faction of being the network. Mm. Constantly referring to our other programming, calling us cousin fuckers and pretty the much deliverance channel and all that. Yeah, shit. like you're not really doing yourselves any favors here. No, but I feel that that. That promo is that point where I think either that was his frustration bubbling over, mm. or it was done as a gone actually throw us off because then we can it just goes better for us for this fucking legal thing. Sure. Either way, I don't think you need to be putting that on your telly. No. Doesn't doesn't help. Doesn't matter. It's pointless it's just a silly game of one-upsmanship and yeah. it's just daft 
So we go into the second week of TV where Jazz is out with Joel and Joey. Uh, Justin comes in and canes the fuck out of her. Tommy then comes in to make the save um, and Francine says that she doesn't have the, he doesn't have the balls to get in the ring with her and uh, they have a pull apart brawl. We then see Raven versus Scotty Anton. Cyrus wanted Raven to join the network, but Anton gets the win with the Clapper, his version of the sharpshooter. And at this point, we will just say Scotty Anton with the clap. Uh, Who would have thought it would have worked? Worker of the year. I'm putting my vote in early. Scotty Riggs. Uh, yeah. Best friend of the year for me. End of year. Thank you. Um, <laughs> can we just special mention to the three children all around the age of 11? Uh, if you watch this show on the bottom left of the screen, uh, yelling, you suck dick at Cyrus. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them was yelling, get your tits out. Uh, scene. That's some good parenting you've done there, guys. Uh, kids should go to wrestling, absolutely. At Butlins. <laughs> Possibly not at ECW shows. Yeah. Probably not at ECW uh, we see the Baldies uh, in a vignette calling out New Jack. Cringe. And the main event for the show was Justin and Rhino versus Tommy and Sandman in a Dream Partners match. Basically, massive brawl, which ended up with Tajiri and Carino coming out too, RVD coming out, clearing house, all of the network attacking RVD, and Anton putting on the sharpshooter, or the clapper, um, as we go off the air. Um, yeah, pretty much another week of just building the feud of ECW versus the network. Yeah, and building the Anton. I mean, RVD Scotty Anton would have been good anyway. I think yeah. as a feud, the the always old best friends that have turned on each other works. While it's it's almost lazy, it's fine. Like it's a good MacGuffin. So and also put him in a match with Raven. Obviously, yeah. we know the history of him being in being the flop. the one-eyed. You know, yeah. it you know, adds to that as well for him mm. to then have that match. And the the fact with that match, how it was done, with him working on the leg all the way through, mm. good, sensible workmanship there of telling a story in a match, of working down a body part so he can then make him submit. Mm. Well done. Simple classic stuff and it works well. We then see for week three, TV opens with Cyrus interrupting Joel. The network wants an apology, which you will hear all of this now. Track it! It is high, the quintessential stardom of it. 
the end of uh, that, we hear Rhino goring Joel. Joey is about to get a beat down by all of the network, that is, until Tommy comes out and makes a save. Justin canes Rhino by accident. The numbers are too much for Tommy, and RVD comes out to help out. Justin says that he will beat Lynn, and he and Rhino get heated backstage. We then see a match between Kid Cash and Easy Money. Cash wins with the moneymaker. Post-match, Easy and his partner, Chris Hammock, jump Cash until New Jack comes out, and New Jack does New Jack. He does indeed. But with a sickle. He did indeed. I know they're the new boys, but fucking hell. I mean, that was a little bit... Uh, yeah, gruesome. yeah, just a touch. Uh, we see the sinister minister at the back giving a State of the Union address. More him being him. We then see Justin versus Lynn. Pre-match, the network seems to be supporting Jerry Lynn. This is a bloody brawl with Lynn hitting a top rope Hurricane Rana through a table onto the floor. Uh, the finish comes as Jazz comes in and takes out Francine. She then gives Justin a Jazz Stinger. All of the network come out. Justin hits That's Incredible that gets a two. Lynn hits a cradle pile driver but the rep is down. Rhino gores Lynn through a table for Justin to get the win. So, just Lynn's clearly not with the network. Or is he? Mm. Um, the one thing I will bring up on this one, which we has more of later on in the month as well, is with Ratface Knacker, obviously we know Jazz is clearly obviously more than just a cat fight in uh, ECW, but her give, beating the shit out of the world champion. I'm for it. <laughs> I I love. I mean, I love Jazz. I think she's an absolute highlight of the show. I love, I'm a big fan of women's wrestling. A big proponent of it anyway. Um, and every time I see Justin Crowe get the shit kicked out of him, it's even sweeter. Um, so I'm all for it. I th- like if any of the three feds were likely to make a woman their main champion, it would probably be Jazz in ECW. Yeah. Um, whether that be for a long time or a short time, um, I don't know, but. You could quite I'm easily here see it. it. Yeah. Especially over a rat face knacker. Yeah. Uh, we go into week four's TV. Uh, we get a promo from RVD telling us that the pay per view, next pay per view, is in LA. We then get a impassioned New Jack promo telling us all about his history in LA and South Central and the fact that what he does when ECW comes to LA is going to be nothing with the LA riots. Yeah. Cyrus is seen and says there will be no ECW on the network because part of the agreement says there must be two announcers. Joel then comes out and Cyrus runs and tries to get Francine to take out Joel. Joel says that he won't hit a woman, but he knows someone that will. Out comes Tommy Dreamer. She says that Justin's not here. But this means that Jazz comes out and Jazz gets in her face and hits out the Jazz Stinger. We see Tony Marmalade going against Chili Willy. Chili wins with a Mishinoku driver. 
Post-match, Guido comes out and attacks him. Balls comes out to make the save. The FBI make the numbers count until Mikey comes out with a flaming 2x4 and runs them all off. I grab my wallet. Simon and his goons are backstage and they walk in on the Dangerous Alliance. Awful segment. Pretty pointless. We then see Anton and Cyrus telling us that Anton will face RVD at the pay-per-view. And in our main event for the show, we see Steve Carino versus Tajiri. Cyrus comes out and attacks the ref and tells us that we have a special ref for the match, which is Jerry Lim. Mm -hmm. Carino wins the match after a super kick. During this match, Lynn does get misted by Tajiri by accident, um, so doesn't see that Carino had already quit prior whilst in the octopus. So, this one, obviously, Tony Marmaluke getting his ass kicked again. Mm hmm. That's why he's there, I think, isn't it? Yeah. And then a banger between Carino and Tajiri. Loved it. I was going to say, this has got you all written all They had a it. great match, the pay-per-view previous. Yeah. Um, so when I saw this was coming up, I was like, oh. Obviously, that doesn't mean I want to see it another six times in the next six months. But, um, yeah, give me Tajiri every day of the week. Give me Karina every day of the week. Um, the whole setting up of Jerry Lynn, is he, isn't he, obviously adds a bit more. Yeah. With regards to him going for um, Van Damme's belt and things like that, so you've got they're trying to put new spins on. Yeah, they're, they're on, giving a bit more intrigue yeah, into it. Because obviously they've wrestled so many times now, and Van Damme, for the most part, has come out on top. Yeah. So this is just adding, like, would people buy them wrestling again without a new dynamic put into it? Yeah. Probably not. So. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They need to add add another level onto it for people to think, well, actually, Jerry Lynn might actually fucking do it this time. Yeah. Um, so that'll work in that respect. But overall, I think, yeah, decent TV so far. Um, so we go into the final week of TV where we get Jerry Lynn telling us that he is straight down the middle as a ref, but doesn't like Tajiri. Joey Styles And well, 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 it is I, often imitated, never duplicated. She'll think she's constipated when she's being penetrated by the quintessential stud muffin, Joel. No shame. I met a girl who feels the same between my distance and my aim. I hit the ceiling when I excuse me, excuse me. Now, Joel, Joey, I know this is a big night for both of you back in Milwaukee after a hot pay-per-view, but you two have got to get back to the broadcast booth and call this great athletic contest these two are about to have. I've got everything under control from here on out. It's okay. How you doing, Joey? 
Everything's under control. <laughs> I was trying to find the right um, the right objective. Uh, just, just what a strumpet. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember much about her in WCW because I'll Absolutely. be honest, I haven't watched WCW well, for such a long time. She I know she was Macho Man's other half, friend. and then she started diddling some guy who wore face paint that wasn't Sting. The guitarist of the Misfits, Doyle. I, I don't know I'm not sad I don't know that sort of thing <laughs> um, so yeah what, um, whether she'll be there for a long time or a short time we don't know because that Electra seems to have disappeared she was with the Dangerous Alliance in their little backstage thing I didn't see I didn't notice her um, I only saw literally as they opened the door yeah because um, I only saw um, saw her and then she then faced yeah, the back I saw sort of uh, Louie and CW and that other fucking Muppet that I don't get as wide as Billy Wild. yeah but I didn't see um, I didn't see that I didn't see Electra but I wasn't paying that much I was just cringing at how bad the uh, acting was it was pornography levels of appalling that acting but you know I'm Gorgeous George can just yeah, she's, up, dance yeah, a bit. I like, don't she's, want to see her in the She's got a lot anything. of the Pamela Andersons about how she looks, isn't she? Which this time and era isn't a bad thing, I suppose. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see what 
We'll see what she brings to the show. TNA. Yeah, pretty much. We, but whether they'll include that into a story, like I mean, because obviously the only female that's well, there's a couple really, isn't there? There's that one that's part of Simon Diamond's little troop. Who was blown well, off twins, the sinister yeah. minister for some reason? Yeah. And then there's Jazz. They're the two that don't really seem to be used in that way. Obviously, it's hard for me to see how they're going to use Gorgeous George any other way. But um, will she be part of a story, or will she just be a traditional valet coming with, with the minister and, minister and just be? And Mickey, yeah, just like wreck, yeah, just be some eye candy for wandering yeah. around. But again, yeah. when checks but, aren't getting paid, yeah, that's another fucking mouth to feed. When you yeah. when you can barely feed the ones you got, it. I don't get it. We did see um, Chili Willie's debut this month, which was yes. <laughs> um, we then are meant to have Francine versus Jazz, but before the match, Justin jumps Jazz. Tommy then comes out to make the save, which means we then get a tag match. Tommy getting the win with a boosted cutter. In this, I have noted that Jazz beats up Justin a lot. I love it. <laughs> love it. Jazz is fucking amazing. Yeah. Post-match, though, Carino grabs Jazz as Justin canes Tommy and hits a That's Incredible onto a spool of barbed wire. Ouch. That looked really painful as well. Like, yeah. You saw, when they showed it, you could see the barbed wire hitting his head. and that, yeah. yeah, that was not fucking nice to watch. So our final main event of the month is a TV title match between Rhino and... Mr. RVD. Rhino jumps RVD mid pose. RVD hitting a top rope kick. Rhino with a big press slam and boots. RVD hits a hurricane runner, kicks and a backflip. But Rhino gores him, gets a two, a suplex that gets a two, puts on a headlock and then hits a wonderful Anderson level spine buster for a Beautiful. two. Beautiful. Rogue choke, slam and a Brett's rope. Headbutt gets a two, a belly to belly gets a two. RVD hits the step kick spinning kick, then a side kick, corner kicks, and the chair skateboard getting a two. Spinning leg drop into a rolling thunder gets a two. Rhino hits a corner clothesline. RVD then hits the Van Daminator and is about to go for the five star when out comes Scotty Anton and shoves him off the uh, top rope which means that the match ends as a DQ post match Rhino gores him and he and Anton beat down RVD that is until RVD manages to double drop kick both of them at this point the rest of the network plus Jason are out Jason absolutely canes the living shit out of RVD we get a tree of woe gore out comes Sandman and uh, runs off Justin at this point, RVD manages to hit a cannonball on the rest of the network as we go off the air. Decent match. Obviously, I would have hoped for it to actually meant something and never been a finish properly for. Yeah, for but you're not going to get but... you're not going to get that with the pay per view coming up. They need yeah. to. It's all there to help build. Your TV is always going to be there to help build towards your pay per view with. 
with ECW they do get a little longer because they do only run what every other month yeah. every three months they have a pay-per-view where obviously the Fed and WCW they do one a month yeah and um, sometimes two can fall in the same month one at the beginning one at the end it's um yeah, I mean, you're never going to get a clean finish, especially when the pay-per-view is in the next week or two. Yeah. It's always going to be shenanigans leading you up to want to pay to see the payoff. Um, but yeah, overall, five solid weeks of good TV, really. Yeah. Um, minus the Heyman thing for me, but yeah, decent TV. Like, was an easy watch this month. Yeah, so it, it yeah. was actually one of those, like, none of it felt... Mm oh why are they doing this everything sort of had a purpose obviously the network stuff has gone through the whole of the month um obviously look strong obviously adding mm. justin into the ranks where it looks as though he's going to be part of the the network rank yeah and obviously the whole jerry lynn is he isn't he and yeah. yeah obviously the whole scotty anton the u.s male or whatever they call him yeah um He's obviously going to be a big part. With like people like that, like people like Scotty Anton, they make more sense in a way. Yeah. But like, if you, you could literally, a bit like the NWA or NWO invasion, I should say, where it was all old Fed guys. You yeah. could literally do that, do something very similar, call them the network, but have like these old WCW and WWF guys. Yeah. And you could say, oh, like if you are Corporate. determined to do this network thing, uh, like constantly, because it is, it's the vein through every show. Yeah. Then like have the old WCW and, e and Fed guys be in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go, oh, like that. And say, oh, the network have made us have these guys on our show. Yeah, the network, yeah. the network have brought in these named talent. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could even almost have... Because, I mean, Dusty was getting booed when he first started at ECW. You could almost yeah. have him as the figurehead of it. Yeah. And be like, yeah, look, I've been there, I've done it. You lot fucking can't even sell a bingo hall out. Like, it'd work, it'd be fine. Yeah. It'd, it's... It's not the most forward-thinking angle in the world, but that would be the way I'd probably go about it. I think that'd work quite well. But then again, you'd probably have to pay Dusty a bit more than you're paying him because yeah. you'd need him there a lot longer than he is. And he's on on a per appearance, he's probably one of their bigger paychecks. I should yeah, think because he is. Not on yeah, he's not going to be on fifty dollars a night like Chili Willy probably made. Yeah, uh, this is the official Chili Willy fan club. So it's like also this month obviously Kid yeah. Cash still looks strong so they're still yeah. building him yeah you can see him being a TV title guy like later on yeah Marmaluke yeah. obviously you know taking a whipping yeah well he's filling in that role in the FBI because it has just been Sally and Guido for quite a while now isn't it so they've yeah. almost they've kind of lacked they've either had Tracy Smothers or Tommy yeah. Rich or yeah. They've they've the, needed the black a black lad as well. Yeah, what his name was. Yeah, they've, but yeah, there's, there's always been. There's always been at least three of them, hasn't there? Yeah. So they, so it's good they've got like, a, and he, he's a young lad as well. So. Well, obviously he was basically doing the FBI thing on WCW. Yeah, with Johnny the Bull and someone else. Vo. Yeah, Vo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It, it's one of those it's been a, a month where obviously your main people have still been there and still had their things but we have been exposed to 
different people this month. Yeah, we saw Easy Money make his debut. He yeah. looks alright as well. Like till New Jack got to him. Yeah, but I mean, we'll. I'm sure we'll see more of him because it was a yeah. decent match he had with Kid Cash, wasn't it? Money versus money. Yes. Yeah. Will they be the new Money Inc. Easy Money and Kid Cash? Oh. Forward thinking. But yeah, it, it's one of those of obviously going into the pay-per-view we know that there's obviously this uh, Tommy and Justin uh, having a title match the stairway to the hell match um, yeah. obviously we know that we got J- uh, RVD and Scotty Anton Yeah. obviously that's all that's been properly announced Yeah. But I should we imagine can, we'll have Jazz doing something yeah I will imagine that obviously New Jack will do New Jack who, who are the tag champs at the moment? no one, the There's tag still... titles hell haven't been yeah, you it's... wonder if they'll do you thought they'd be trying to get that resolved relatively quickly you'd thought so but yeah, you can see Tajiri having a match, um, probably against Carino again. You can see that being yeah. another. So or someone or, of the network, maybe yeah. even Lynn. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Because obviously Lynn's not been got RVD up for that a lot, they, this yeah. next month. Because obviously RVD's with Anton. Yeah. That'd so be that'd be a really good match actually. I'd quite yeah. happily take Lynn versus Tajiri. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes more sense than what I just said. Hundred percent. So put, yeah, put that yeah. straight in my veins. Thank yeah. you very much. And uh, obviously, with that Tony Marinara name, Mama Luke. Yeah. Um, whether the FBI has them, has their typical opener. Yeah, it's the thing. Chuck them in with Dorian Nova or Balls and somebody or yeah, there's yeah. there's things they could do there yeah. as well. Um, well, so you've got Nova Mikey, Chetty, uh, Doring and Roadkill. Yeah, and Mikey's obviously should be in there with someone obviously but yeah, yeah. chuck a six man together and go from there so there is obviously stuff going into the pay-per-view mm. um it is is a decent month it's yeah you know, yeah been a good month for tv it's done exactly what it needed to do uh, i'm actually looking forward to watching the pay-per-view which yeah you can't always no. say um especially when you're going in on the strength of one or two matches. Yeah, this is the, obviously the one problem with ECW pay-per-views compared to a Fed and a WCW. Yeah. Where obviously they build the full card and you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, what's going to yeah. be on? Yeah. Obviously, normally with an ECW pay-per-view, we'll know two, maybe three matches going in. Yeah. But there's enough. There's enough investment. Going on yeah. There's enough the investment in them two or three matches that you're probably going to buy it anyway. And there's enough of other people doing yeah. stuff that you're like, I can see what they can, what could be yeah. going together. And I mean, there's ECW would probably, arguably, one of the more consistent pay-per-view yeah. providers out of the big three. There, there's never even their worst pay-per-view. They didn't. They struggled to hold my interest. It was still a lot better than some of the shit WCW have put out, and a lot better than some of the shit the Fed have even put out. I don't know. November to remember '98 was particularly shit. Yeah, but again, is it? Uh, that that was sort of the worst. Is it levels. Goldberg turning heel levels of shit? It was there or thereabouts. It yeah. was bad. Yeah, but that is that is the only one that they've done that that's was been a full on stinker. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to watch that. I don't think I've seen that one. 
I'll put it this way, Eric gave it a zero. That's that. shit, son. <laughs> yeah. We're playing at Eric. You know, that's that's Just, the level of bad. What happens when Eric eats a banana? Is he okay? Does he <laughs> that is the most English joke. <laughs> Eric will not get that if he hears that. We'll have to explain that to him. Look at a nineteen eighties cartoon called Banana Man. Yeah. Do you live on uh, Acacia Road, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> so we are obviously done for this month um, so next month is Heatwave um, I will be on the WCW show next month fuck me I'm putting myself through Bash yeah, of the Beach someone's got a death wish <laughs> Jesus Christ because you know Le Bash at Le let, let's just say swearing will be a plenty you're transferring our skills over are you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we will be back as always me and Mr Yelly doing the uh, pay-per-view for Heatwave and obviously the TV around that um, as said volume 1 uh, is the Fed show that is King of the Ring volume 2 is the Great American Bash because obviously you, know, you need two bashes in two months WCW well done with your naming um, until next time goodbye bye This is 29 Acacia Road, and this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an amazing double life. For when Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. Eric is Banana Man, ever alert for the call to action.